All right, hey, welcome everybody to Here's the Deal. It is the first podcast or a Facebook broadcast of 2022, and I'm glad that you're uh, you're joining me. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure when we're done that you rate it, okay? You, you give it a rating and uh, leave a comment, and, and that helps other people find it. And maybe you're watching this on Facebook. Uh, would you share this? Maybe leave a comment or something, and that's super, super helpful. I want to remind everybody that in about one month, um, I'm going to be leading a Choose Wisely conference at Big Valley Grace on Friday, February 11th. Uh, starting at 5 o'clock, that's when registration will be, and then Saturday, February 12th, and um, it's all about how to, how to make sure or help guarantee that when you get married, you pick the right gal or you pick the right guy. The greatest decision you'll ever make in your life is whether you're going to follow Jesus Christ or not. The second greatest decision in your life is going to be who you're going to marry. And I realize not all single people out there are going to get married, but most of you will, statistically uh, uh, speaking. And so on uh, that weekend, February 11th to 12th, we're going to have a great time. Got a got three general sessions. I'm going to teach at two of them. Pastor Scott Miller will teach at one of them. We have some breakout sessions. It's 20 bucks, and that includes lunch on Saturday. And I think you'll just have a great time fellowshipping, hanging out with other singles, and it's at Big Valley uh, Grace Community uh, Church, okay, in Modesto, California. Hopefully, you'll want to be a part of it. I'll post something um, uh, when, when we're done here uh, about the conference. If you want to uh, sign up, you just go to bigvalleygrace.org backslash choose wisely, and boom, there it is. There's all the information you need. You press one button and you can register online ASAP. This might be something you want to send your children to. Maybe you're engaged and you're already going to get married. Let me just tell you something. You will get something out of this. I guarantee it. And you ought to invest 20 bucks into your spiritual life and certainly your upcoming marriage. Okay. So uh, last week, the last podcast of the, the year, um, I told you about some goals that I was hoping to accomplish this year. I told you that uh, I wanted to finish listening to the Bible. It was, it was my goal last year to listen to the entire Bible, and I didn't make it. I got through, um, I got through about the book of Psalms, basically. And so my goal this year was I wanted to finish the, the Bible, which is, you know, Proverbs and then Ecclesiastes, the rest of the Old Testament, and then get through the New Testament. Last year, I started with the New Testament and got about halfway through the Old Testament. And so I had 19 books of the Bible to go, okay, of the, uh, you know, all of the Old Testament books. I had 19 left starting with Proverbs. And so far already, in just five days, I've gotten through Proverbs and most of Ecclesiastes. So I'm, I'm down to 17 books in the Old Testament. I should have that finished up 
by the end of this month, and I will be able to say I've listened to the entire Bible. So that was a goal. I also told you that I wanted to read 36 books, 18 nonfiction books and 18 fiction books, about three books a month, and I want you to know I've already finished one book. Uh, it was a fiction book, uh, Jack Reacher. He's a, a character that I like, and uh, Vince Flynn uh, is the author. And I've started a nonfiction book by Kevin DeYoung called The Biggest Story. So um, I'm well on my way to my three books here in the month of, of January. Um, I'm not going to do this every week. I, I'm just sharing it now because I hope it would be an encouragement to you to stay at whatever goals or thoughts that you had for, you know, this next year. Everybody ought to set some goals. And even if you don't get them all finished, I didn't listen to the entire Bible in 2021, but I got most of the way. I had a goal and I, I went at it. I was disciplined and I almost got through it. And I want, I want you to do the same thing. I want to make sure that you have some goals and some some thoughts about what you might want to accomplish in this new year and then go after them. Okay, so I was going to start uh, this quarter on Here's a Deal um, by answering some questions. Uh, I've gotten a ton of questions from uh, you guys and gals out there over the last year. I mean, a ton of questions, Bible questions. Questions like, uh, what does the Bible say about women being pastors? What does the Bible, you know, have to uh, say about tattoos? Um, what does the Bible say about who married, you know, who was Cain's wife? Anyway, I've got all these questions, and they're great questions. And they're questions that the Bible has an answer to. And each week I want to take one of those hard questions and uh, give you some thoughts on them because there are answers to them. And today I was actually planning on talking about Cain. Who was Cain's wife? And some of you are going, well, who's Cain in the first place? Well, Adam and Eve were the two first human beings on planet Earth. We know that they had at least two children, Cain and Abel. They had a lot more kids than that. But the question always is, who, who was Cain's wife? Or who was Abel's wife? And um, I'm going to answer that next week, Lord willing, okay? What I want to do today is um, I posted something yesterday on my Facebook page that I had gotten my, my booster shot, my coronavirus booster shot um, back in, I don't know, February. I've got my regular J&J shot. And yesterday, which is Tuesday, I went and got my my booster, my Jane J booster. And I posted something on my Facebook page and man, um, there were lots of really great comments. Everybody was, whether they agreed with me or not, just was polite and respectful in my opinion. And that's all I care about. Um, you don't have to agree with everything I post. You don't have to agree with this podcast. That's okay. And you can leave comments. As long as we can be respectful. Uh, with one another. If if you're not respectful, then I have to, you know, unfriend you. And I've only had to do that to about five or six people over all the years I've had my Facebook page. And um, But anyway, point is, is that I got my, my booster shot. 
and I posted it that I had received it. And um, I recognize that, you know, some people that really bothers them uh, that I, A, got the first shot, which I posted a long time ago, or now that I got the booster shot. And I realize that there are people out there with different opinions and thoughts uh, than, than I have, and that's okay. Uh, I, I live in my, a home where my wife and my children, well, my, my kids are all adults, um, they haven't been, they haven't gotten the vaccine, and that's okay. They're adult people. They can make whatever decision they want to about their lives, their bodies, or whatever, just like I can. And obviously, we still love each other and care about each other and all that kind of stuff. And I'm okay if you made a different choice than I made. But I did go on to say this, okay? I did my research and uh, read a number of things, and, and I realized that there are really good people on both sides of the issue. I think there are really good uh, thinkers, experts, scientists uh, who believe that vaccines are the way to go, and I believe there are a lot of really good people, experts, scientists, uh, who believe they're, it, it, it's not the way to go. I, I get it. And what we have to do is use these incredible things that God has given us, our, our brains, and we listen and pray and do some research and pray and listen some more and do some more research and pray. And then we just make a decision for us. And whatever decision you made, great. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd fight for your right to do whatever it is you wanted to, to do. But then at the end of the post, I, I, I said something, and that was this. I do think that what the government has done uh, to try to combat this coronavirus is, um, has been very troubling. I think it's made things way, way worse. And I even said that it's somewhat evil, I think. And what I mean by somewhat evil is, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what everybody's motives were, and so I want to be super careful. But, man, when I, I think back to what happened, the government shutting down businesses, they shut down the economy. The government picked winners and losers. They told Target they could stay open. They told Lowe's they could stay open. They told Walmart they could stay open. They told Save Mart and... And Rayleigh's, you guys could stay open. But then there were a lot of other businesses, smaller businesses that they forced to close down. And so what the government did was they chose winners and losers. They said, Target, you're a winner. You get to stay open. Walmart, you're a winner. You get to stay open. Save Mart, Rayleigh's, you get to stay open. Safeway, you get to stay open. But small businesses, you have to close. And so they picked winners. And once you pick a winner, then there's obviously a loser. And that was horrible to me. I know some people who were forced to shut down their business. They lost everything because the government made a decision that some businesses could stay open and some had to, to close. And then we, you know, the government shut down schools. And that to me was just, that was just crazy to me. It was obvious that children weren't, you know, getting the COVID. And if they did get it, uh, nothing was really going on with them. And, but they shut down the schools. They quarantined healthy people. <laughs> Think that through. They, they told healthy people 
you got to stay inside your house. Now, I understand quarantining the sick. We all do. That all makes sense. But here we had the United States government not only shutting down businesses and the economy and picking winners and losers and shutting down schools, but then they said um, that healthy people had to quarantine. And then they forced everybody to wear masks. And um, wow, you know, I mean, it was, it was so bad. You'd see cars driving down the road with only one person in a car, you know, and they got a mask on. It was just like, wow, this is, what is going on here? This, this is something out of the twilight zone. Um, now they're forcing people to get vaccinated. And I'm glad there's a vaccination out there, whether it works or not. That's another story. As I said, good people, good scientists, good experts will disagree about that. But I am glad it's available for those who might want to, you know, get it. I did. But the fact that they're forcing you now to get it is just really, to me, it's just making things worse. Um, and then I think this one was probably the most troubling is that the government stopped allowing different scientific opinions. Certainly we saw that on Facebook. There were doctors, legitimate doctors, uh, who have, you know, scientific degrees. And they were posting an, an opposing view to what the government was posting uh, or the CDC was posting. And you, you saw that these opposing opinions, scientific opinions by professionals were being taken off the, the internet and they're being forced, shut down. And that to me was really, really troubling. I'm okay with the government and the CDC sharing their thoughts and, and you know their opinions on whatever it is that's going on. Obviously, as I said, I think there's a lot of really great scientists who believe that the coronavirus you know, and the vaccine and all that are, are helpful or whatever. But I also know that there are some great scientists, great doctors, smart people, experts in the field who have a different opinion. And I think we as Americans ought to have the right to look at all the differing opinions and then we get to make a decision for our, our, you know, our own health and, and family if they're, if they're underage. And that was the most troubling thing to me was that the government said, hey, we're only going to allow one message, and that's our message. And if it's different than our message, and we're going to call it misinformation or disinformation, and you know, you're anti-vaxxers because you don't agree with what the government says. And that was scary to me. I just thought that that is not the role, the proper role of government in my life or your life. I think the government has a role, especially when there was something as serious as COVID. It is super serious. I have lost some really good friends. Good friends of mine have died of COVID. I believe that COVID is way, way uh, more weighty, dangerous than the common flu. I'm in my 60s. I've had the flu 50 times in my life. I had COVID 
And I want you to know something, COVID was way, way worse than any flu I ever had. I'm not saying that COVID wasn't real or that COVID was basically like the flu. I'm not saying that. I think it was real. I know it was real. It was way more. I, I don't know one person ever in all my life who died of the flu. I don't. But I know a whole bunch of people that died of COVID. So I know COVID is real. The problem was, was that the government just brought down the hammer in ways that I think were, were really, really, um, you know, not good. Now, what should our response be to this? Because I've had a lot of you call me and text me and email me since I posted this thing. And I don't know, maybe it stirred up some, uh, I don't know, anxiety in your hearts or whatever. You know, the Bible says this. The Bible in the Old Testament, uh, God gave himself the name Jehovah Shalom, okay, the, the Lord of Peace, okay? God gave himself that name. And he didn't give himself that name so that he would remember that he is the God of peace. No, he gave himself that name and had it recorded in the Old Testament so that we would remember, we, his people, would remember that he is the Lord of peace. He is the source of real, satisfying, significant peace. I love Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 says that Jesus was the prince of peace. Isaiah says this in verse 26, the great prophet says, You keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So the God of peace, the prince of peace, I guarantee you will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him. That's a promise. Now, now if you don't keep your mind on him, if you choose not to read the word of God and you choose not to study the word of God and meditate on the word of God, if you choose you know, to disobey the word of God and not be involved in all of the things that God wants you to be involved in and you don't pray and whatever then God doesn't promise you per his perfect peace. What he says is, you keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And so I just want to encourage you with this new Omicron variant that's running around and all the new stuff, the school year starting, and now they're shutting down schools again and things look like they're going to blow up. The Prince of Peace, the Lord of Peace, he promises that he can keep you in perfect peace, but you have a role to play, and that is you have to keep your mind, your heart on the things of the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Word of God. Spend some time praying. Galatians chapter 5 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And if you find yourself in the midst of all of this chaos right now that's been going on now for a long, long time, if, you, if you're finding yourself anxious and you, you don't have a lot of peace, then maybe you've disconnected from the Lord of Peace, the Prince of Peace. And maybe that's a sign to you if you don't see the fruit of peace in your life that maybe you need to go and spend some time with God in His Word reading his word, studying, praying, going to Bible study, making sure you're in church, um, listening to, you know, the word of God being preached. 
So anyway, I hope this was helpful uh, to all of you, and uh, thanks for joining in this first, you know, podcast broadcast of 2022. And next week, Lord willing, I'm going to start answering some really difficult Bible questions. I, I think you're going to enjoy it a bunch. Don't forget, man, sign up for the Choose Wisely Conference. I think it'll be a mind-blowing experience for all of you, okay? Blessings.